This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hello, I'm Hanif Baharuddin. You're tuned into the show that brings you closer to the people and places of our capital city. Build My Town is a card game from C4 Center that's aimed at teaching players about reforms. It was released recently ahead of the upcoming general election. A perfect timing to not only get people in the mood, but also to equip and empower them with the necessary and deeper knowledge about politics in the country. Sudagaran Stanley, Program Manager at C4, joins me on the show to talk about the card game. Yeah, sure. Thanks, uh, Honey, for having me on the show today. Um, my name is Stanley and I'm with the Center to Combat Corruption and Cronism. And basically, we are an anti-corruption and good governance advocacy group. So we work closely on pushing for reforms in Malaysia, engaging the government uh, and other interest groups on that matter. All right. And I think one of the ways you engage with not only um, governments, but also, I guess, the public is via card games, uh, which I think you've been doing consistently for the past two elections. Um, Build My Town is the latest game uh, that you've made, well, maybe specifically for GE15. Uh, but I think um, there was also Kleptopoly, the yes. board game. Yeah, that was made prior to GE14 as well, right? Yeah. yeah. Can you tell us a bit more about uh, Build My Town? Okay. First of all, uh, basically, uh, you were right to point out that um, we had uh, in uh, GE 14 came up with this um, board game um, by the name of Kleptopoly. Uh, basically, that was um, a game to actually help the public understand uh, the massive uh, issues surrounding the 1MDB scandal uh, and how money was being laundered. Because the 1MDB scandal at that point of time was very complex and was very large. So it was quite hard for the public to actually understand and gauge and you know go through the information. So we thought that you know there should be a creative way to actually help the public understand, and that's how we came up with Kleptopoly. And the sales of Kleptopoly was very good. I mean, it 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 was very widely published, came out in even the international press like Guardian and other newspapers and so on. Uh, so we thought that uh, for this GE 15, uh, we need to come up with something similar. To actually help voters to actually understand the mechanics around political governance in Malaysia and the role of MPs, especially when these elections, we actually have a large pool of young voters who is coming into vote due to the only 18 amendments. So that's where we actually sat down and came up with our team, uh, intense discussion over the weeks and months, uh, and finally we came up with this uh, card game called the Build My Town card game. Um, and and so we were supposed to plan for it. It was a, a year long project because we didn't actually expect the elections to be called so fast. Uh, so in mid October, actually we were actually still in the midst of finalizing. But then when um, Parliament was dissolved, we had no choice but really to super super rush the 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 the, the game production. And um, thank God it all um, happened quite nicely. And um, now we are ready to actually already launched it. And we have been going around the last couple of uh, days and weeks uh, to different different places universities uh, to different uh, chiramas uh, to actually explain this card game uh, yesterday we had a, a session with a, a well-known university here in KL uh, with the students of that uh, university and it was really fun because students could actually understand uh, and come to know about the issues in a fun way and so on yeah Mm. I mean, based on the pattern, it seems like we'll only be releasing card games or games of any form um, leading up to an election. Um, why adopt this model instead of, like, I guess, releasing it as and when? You know? Well, you see, the, I think uh, elections is also about creating awareness and um, trying to uh, call people to come out and vote and helping them to actually make an informed decision. So, Captopoly did that. We helped uh, the public to actually understand the issues surrounding 1MDB. 
and this particular card game that we have um, actually produced right now, the Build My Town, is targeted towards young new voters. Of course, it's not it's not only them they can play the card. It's of course across age and everybody could actually get involved because it is not only young voters, but even uh, many other voters themselves actually do not understand what are the mechanics that goes behind uh, governance and the roles of MP and so on. So uh, we thought, okay, let's do something creative in that manner um, instead of the boring dramas and you know the boring talks that some people may not even want to attend. But how do we actually educate people uh, via a game? So that, that's where we have Build My Town. Mm, okay, all right. Can you talk a bit more about it? How does the game work? Right, so basically the game is where every players will have a chance to be an MP. So all the players are actually basically members of parliament. And the goal of the game is for these members of parliament to build as many developments as possible. So this is one of the roles of a member of parliament. And um, so in the card, what we do have is like, for example, clean money and dirty money. So MPs could use clean money or dirty money to build their developments in their constituency. So how the points are counted is at the end of the game, the MPs with the most development, the points are calculated and they become the winner. So in between those games, there are different, different cards, different, different moves that uh, the Member of Parliament could make. For example, what we do have is like we have the event cards. So one of the infamous events that occurred uh, uh, after 2018 was the Shelton move. And uh, so that we have a card called Shelton move there. So what happens if someone tables a Shelton move card is where all the players will actually have to pass whatever cards that they have with them uh, to the next player. Uh, so if I'm a player, MP, who have all um, dirty cards in my hand, I would feel happy to pass the all my cards to, the, to, the, to my next player. But if I was a player that have all good cards with me, you know, that really had uh, so many developments and a lot of money with me, I would really, really feel sakehati, you know, to pass the card to the next player. So that's just a, a kind of a fun uh, card called the Sheraton Move. Uh, and then we also have um, what we call as the reform cards. Uh, for example, we have like uh, passing a reform on political funding, or whistleblower protection, or uh, repelling the um, Official Secrets Act. So what happens is when anybody tables this card, then the MPs will actually have to vote. It's like a real voting that takes place in Parliament. You know, They can either vote to pass the reform or they vote to reject the reforms. Now, if they vote to pass the reforms, there are certain things that may occur in the uh, game mechanic. So, for example, if an MP tables a political funding card and then if everyone passes the political funding bill in that game, thereafter, any, all players in the card uh, in the game will no longer be able to use dirty money to build um, any developments and this actually translates into real life we, we know that political parties uh, do need money for running their campaigns but where where is the source of money so we try to use that players actually like, understand the mechanics of the game uh, and what actually transpires in real politics and real governance mm, all right so how many players can play the game and how does the game end we have a minimum of four players uh, and you can go up to six players and the game ends by the basically the the first person to table the sixth development. Uh, so the maximum development is six. So the first player to actually reach the sixth development, that's when the card actually goes for its last round. It doesn't end there when the last person tables the sixth development, but it goes on for the final round of, of play. Uh, and then when it reaches the last person to table the last uh, card that the person have, and then the vote counting starts of how many points are actually get it. So the points uh, is not necessarily sometimes that only the, those who have tabled the sixth development might actually win the game. A player that also has four development might also win the game upon the point counting. Uh, if he has, for example, 
some hidden agenda cards within him. So there would be certain agent, hidden agenda cards by the uh, players where, you know, you don't have to reveal during the game, but you only reveal after the game is over. And in that agenda, probably it might um, allow you to get like plus three points or plus four points that other players won't know, uh, but will only come to know at the end of the game. Oh, okay. That's that's interesting. Um, yeah. yeah. So, what was the average um duration per session or per gameplay? If you want to play Build My Town. Okay, so if you go for the uh, full six developments, can uh you'll take around forty five minutes to complete the game. Uh, but you can also shorten the game if you want to. You can for, at the start of the game, you can for example say, okay, let's uh end this game when it reaches three developments, for example. So the lesser development that that you want to put uh then it the less the the shorter time it takes to end the game. Alright, so the game is meant to target young voters, but at the same time, it also makes uh, references to real life events, right, and uh, occasions. Um, so, do you have to be politically aware to be able to play the game, or appreciate it a bit more? Uh, not necessary, because that is basically the idea of the entire game. We want uh, people who are new to understanding governance issue uh, to actually learn about the issue. So, for example, yesterday when I did the uh, session for one of the universities, uh, these issues were very new to the students. You know, they would not have heard about what is political funding or what is uh, visible protection. But the game uh, play actually um, helped them to understand uh, that there are these laws and these reforms that are being pushed by uh, civil society and uh, the public. And um, if they want to learn more, so what we are doing is we are now setting up an online portal. It's already up there, but uh, there are a few videos that are coming up over the days, uh, which will actually explain to the public, you know, uh, on what are these particular cards meaning. So if we are saying reform to whistleblower protection, what does whistleblower protection reform means? Why are we calling for these reforms? Uh, we say we want reforms to the procurement bill, for example. Uh, why are we calling for reforms to procurement bill? What are the issues and so on? So we are in the midst of doing that video. It will be up on our website. So the public and uh, whoever who actually wants to learn more about these issues, uh, after playing the card, they can actually refer to our website and go through and read those um, issues in detail. All right. Okay. So there will be a repository of sort for people who would like to, I guess, learn deeper about uh, yeah, things uh, in the country. Yeah, all right. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know whether this is a, like a thing, but 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 like I I wonder whether you know sometimes you know when it comes to games like this, um, does it cater to only a specific demographic that one way or another sort of like lean towards the issues that are being championed by this card, or can everyone, regardless of your political affiliation, play it? Well, that's that's a trial and error on that we are also doing uh, right now. So basically, we are going around and putting these cards on the table and getting the public to actually play. And we are also trying to understand um, how is the public actually able to uh, grab or take in, you know, what is actually being said by the card. Uh, so if we find that it's actually quite simple, which we are already uh, leaning towards, that it's quite simple to actually play the game and, and people are really having fun when they're actually going through the game and really enjoying themselves. Uh, so there may be a possibility that we would actually think to also translate these cards into Bahasa Malaysia to reach a wider population and a different demographic group. Uh, because this card game basically doesn't end with the election. We are planning to bring this across also past election because the education needs to continue. So uh, if we find that uh, the game is widely ex accepted, we, we might actually translate this into the Bahasa language and, and to reach a wider pool of uh, people. 
all right. And um, in terms of the feedback, I mean, you've been going on tours like you said uh, just now. Um, in terms of feedback that you've received so far, what what are the feedback? Very encouraging so far. Uh, I, people are really having fun, and uh, of course, we can't go and uh, you know play the card game for three hours or two hours with specific different different groups. So the most that we do it is for forty five minutes to one hour, and people are really wanting to play more and asking for more time to actually play this game. And uh, sales has been good as well. Where wherever we have been going and um, asking people to actually uh, support us by buying the cards uh, they have actually been also buying these cards as well so it's quite good so far That was Sudak Grant Stanley, Program Manager from Centre to Combat Corruption and Cronyism, or C4. He's here to talk about Build My Town, a card game for reform curious Malaysians. We're going for a short break. Stay tuned. I'm Hanif Baharudin and you're listening to I Love KL on BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, you're listening to I Love KL, bringing you closer to the people and places of our capital city. I'm Hanif Baharudin. Joining me via Zoom today is Sudagaran Stanley, Program Manager at C4 Centre, and he's here to talk about their latest card game called Build My Town. The game essentially gets you to play as MPs in charge of a constituency where they get to make good or bad decisions when it comes to passing reforms in Parliament. This game makes references to events of the past few years, including Charlton Move, and it was released now ahead of GE15. But beyond this election, will the game then still remain relevant to players, especially years later? Yes, definitely. Because even though Kleptopoly was the aim was, of it was trying to explain the madness surrounding the uh, one MDB scandal, uh, but the issue remains. It's about money laundering. It's about political finance. It's about uh, you know how politicians are actually abusing their power to abuse public funds. So even though one MDB uh, Najib has been charged in court today, uh, some of the cases are still ongoing, uh, and it's regarded as actually old news. A uh, whole happening by many, but the issues are still relevant today. It, it still can be used as a learning tool for the public to actually understand that because there has been no reforms being passed yet, you know, to control political finance in Malaysia. Similarly, also the Build My Town, many of the issues, you know, political finance, whistleblower protection, uh, secrecy laws, the separation of powers between the AG and the PP, uh, the reforms to the MACC, these are all current ongoing issues that needs attention, which we see for are pushing for reforms. And so it really is very important because even after elections, uh, this game can actually help to build the momentum and interest in people on these various issues that we are calling for reforms in. Uh, so it is definitely across the board and um, across elections and it will be relevant even in the coming years to come. All right. Um, you mentioned earlier before the interview that the game is being worked on by a team, right? Um, now, I'm, I'm quite curious to know whether you guys have always been a fan of card games or, you know, games of this nature in general. And what was the experience like, you know, developing two games now, you know, uh, that's crucial to, to your uh, mission to build a better Malaysia? Yeah. Actually, uh, no, uh, we have zero knowledge in regards to actually developing card games or board games and so on. But it's just that we have a very dynamic team in C4 who are made up of young people uh, from various different backgrounds. So when Claptopoly was created uh, during the last elections, we had a, a team member uh, who had uh, some experience in, little experience in, you know, uh, board games and so on. And so he kind of gave us the idea. And then we said, okay, come, let's try to do this. And then we sat down at a table and put in our ideas and put in the game mechanics and came out with this innovative idea to actually build the Claptopoly. 
Uh, and similarly, so these elections, we thought, okay, we had a successful story back then. Let's try to do something once again, you know. And our team, the perfect team of all young people who are on board uh, came together once again, put in their ideas, uh, sleepless night, uh, trying plan A, plan B, plan C, just trying to get the mechanics in and trying to see how it could relate to current politics and governance. And here we are again with Build My Town. Mm. What I find quite interesting as well um, and endearing to a certain extent is also the fact that, um, you know, uh, in this day and age when people can easily just be distracted with um, distractions in the form of like, I guess, uh, digital consumption, you guys actually made a, a, a physical card game, right? Which is Exactly, exactly. Well. That's the point, right? right, right. People <laughs> are just, you know, too much on uh, online and we didn't think about it, but I think, yeah, this is the best, you know, going physical and having those interactions, face-to-face interactions, um, talking and learning about these issues with your co a friend or worker. I mean, that's the the way that we wanted to push this for. Mm, okay, so um, we're about to head to GE15, but do you have any upcoming plans for other types of games that will still, I guess, be in line with your mission uh, at C4? Then? Yeah, we have a couple of engagements coming up uh, this uh, few days with different different um, places where we will be talking about the reform agenda. So we're, we're tying back this card game, of course, to the reform agenda. Uh, C4 Centre, we just produced um, a report on the reform progress uh, of the last three governments uh, that has been in power since the last four years and what the three different uh, governments uh, have been doing or achieved in regards to actually implementing the National Anti-Corruption Plan, which was a plan that was supposed to be implemented over a period of five years. Um, so we're going around town and talking about these reforms and what each government has have actually done uh, and how committed they are actually to the reforms that we're talking about by using this card game. So we make them to actually play this game first, uh, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, and once the game is over, and then we go into the reform parts and talk actually about the current relative simulation. So it's been very helpful for us to actually use this game and to try tie the message up about the need for reforms and why is it so important for actually all Malaysians to come out on 19 and to vote for reforms. Hmm. Um, will this be the quote-unquote template moving forward when it comes to engagement, especially with uh, people from the grassroots? Yeah. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. This is the way that we are going to uh, use for uh, quite a number of uh, time uh, to actually bring forward the message that we're talking about because we find that this is the best mechanics that we currently have uh, to actually push forward uh, the agenda or the message on uh, reforms. Okay. Um. Well, I mean, based, based on what you said here, the game is supposed to be recommended for people uh, who's 16 and above, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes, um, um, yeah, but uh, earlier in the interview, you also said that um, you know adults can also play. But um, do do you find that you know there is a, like a different kind of reaction uh, in terms of um, the different demographic? Like for example, you know getting the younger players to play might trigger a different kind of reaction compared to you know getting the older demographic to play. <laughs> yeah, so the older generation will be uh, they like more understand the issues. So you know when for example we talk about uh, sheltered move, they already know what sheltered move is, and there might be a lot of fun, fun and laughter there. You cannot sheltered move or no kind of that. Uh, or for example, if there's an MSCC investigation event, uh, the player that actually is uh, served with an MSCC investigation card will need to declare all whatever card that, that he actually has in his hand. So you know it'll be like a fun thing for them. Oh, now you have to declare all your assets, and they you know like being uh, teasing each other in the game and so on. So the for the adults it will be more interesting because they kind of already have experience on this issue. Uh, or some sort of, you know, they might have heard about those issues in the press or in the media or in the radio channels and so on. Uh, so it would be fun for them as well. For the younger generation, it's of course a learning curve, you know, uh, on these issues. For the first time, they might hear about these words or terms and, and then they actually learn about these issues and so on. So it's really very wide. We have, we have created this in a way that it will really uh, be able to have great fun for both people, you know, those at the elder category and also at the younger generation. 
You mentioned uh, making the card. Uh, I mean, if if it's more successful, um, you probably would want to make the card in Bahasa, right? Um, does that mean that um, to a certain extent, the game so far is only just appealing among the uh, the English speaking bubble? Well, that's that's what we're trying to understand, and uh, we we can't conclude yet. Uh, so because when we when I, when I say Bahasa card, no, I mean you see, uh, Bahasa speaking, the Malays who are so English speaking will not have a problem. But what about those in the rural areas? You know, uh, the the Bahasa speaking in the rural areas, or even the Tamil speaking in the rural areas, or the Mandarin speaking in the rural areas, uh, would this card be appealing to them? Uh, so that's the challenge or uh, the mechanics that we're trying to understand. Uh, so if we see that okay, there's a possibility that we can actually that, that this game could is also easily understood by those in the rural areas, then we will actually uh, translate it to accommodate uh, those rural areas as well. All right. Okay. And so, for people out there who like to um get the game, I understand that sales have already started, right? Um, where can they actually get the game? So we have our website, uh, c four center dot org. Just go to our website, and uh, and then uh, there's a page there on uh, build my town. You can do your purchase online, and the card will be delivered to you by uh, uh in ten days. All right. And I understand the the card is thirty ringgit, right? Yes, it's thirty ringgit, and so all the proceeds goes into our advocacy work that we do for uh, reforms in Malaysia. All right. Okay. So before I let you go, Stanley, um, ahead of the election this Saturday, um, do you have any uh messages to listeners out there? Um. Yes. Uh. Definitely, Hanif. I think this election is a very important election. I know all of us um very disappointed with what has been happening the last uh four years. We are so disappointed with politicians. We are so disappointed with all the corruption that is happening in the country. We are so disappointed with the governance of this country. But I think it is so important for us as Malaysians not to give up hope. Uh, it is our duty to come out and to exercise our democratic right to vote. Uh, we need to do this. We need to 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 bring forward and put in the government that believes in reforms that pushes for reforms. Um, and we really need to come out and do this, uh, Hanif. Um, I think if we give up on this, there's no point complaining and uh, about politics or politicians. And we are not going to see any change happening in the near future. The key to this is that we need to take actions ourselves, and even if we have failed uh, one time or two times, we need to keep coming out and ensuring that we hold our politicians accountable uh, and vote in only clean politicians uh, to rule this country. You've been tuning in to I Love KL and there was Suda Grant Stanley, Program Manager at Centre to Combat Corruption and Cronyism or C4 talking about a card game that they released called Build My Town. That's all we have for this week's episode of I Love KL. If you miss any part of the show, you can check out the podcast at bfm.my slash ilovekl. Our app, which you can find via Google Play and the App Store. You can also find our podcast on Spotify. Don't forget to also follow the station on Twitter at BFM Radio. My name is Anif Baharudin and you have been tuning in to I Love KL, bringing you closer to the people and places of our capital city. Stay safe and don't forget to go out and vote. Join us again only on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.